you, you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. On today's episode of the Salt Lake Dirt Podcast, I welcome author Dory Mola. Her new book is called Corporate Command and Control and Eject, The Great Resignation. I'm your host, Kyler Bingham. Thanks for listening. Well, great. Yeah. Well, I guess, first of all, should I ask you, you go by Door or Dory? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's usually um, Dory, but uh, my brother used to call me Dormola since he was a little boy. So I love that. And sometimes I'm just Dormola. I love it. Yeah. So like um, Laura Albert is the one who, who connected us and she was raving about your book. And um, so I, I ended up getting a copy. So we had, so yeah, right here, corporate command and control and eject. Yeah, I, I really loved it. And I think it just like, um, I don't want to give too much of my thoughts just yet, but I, I just am really curious about kind of the genesis of this, of this book. Um, definitely unlike anything I'd read before, but it felt like, like the tone of it just kind of fit perfectly with, um, you know, the publishing world, but also like all kinds of industries um, and, and kind of America since the, the pandemic and what was leading up to it. So I would just I would just love to hear uh, the genesis for the book and, and how it all came about. Just as you said, the reality we're all um, living in right now, and it it's something that didn't happen overnight. It was a buildup and um, millions of people who have lots of power always have been talking about fairness, equality, justice, all the good things that we all want to believe in and want to contribute to. But obviously when you have 4 million people um, sort of resigning left and right within a month, uh, that's a sign of the times. That's also a telling sign that some things are not done um, the right way. There is plenty of uh, things that are, there are plenty of things that are going wrong. There is a lot of silence that is uh, demanded from the higher ups and um, listen to the Beyonce song. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break my soul and just let it go, you know, like um, it's just a wake up call. This pandemic, um, has caused a lot of suffering, a lot of loss of life, but at the same time, it has also opened up our eyes. I mean, there is one life to live. Mm -hmm. And when you're always um, told to uh, play by the rules, but those rules are out of the window for the people who supposedly make the rule books, then something just breaks within you and you're like, okay, that's it, I'm done. Uh, well, that's what, yeah, that's what struck me is just how um, you really, you really nailed kind of the, I think you put it in words that I, I felt like I could never really quite articulate, but you just, you just completely nailed it where it is like, you see a lot of talk about from the higher ups about like equity and equality and justice, but it's like, you feel like they're, you know, those are things that are important to, to all of us, but it seems like they're, they're, in a lot of ways they attempt it because it's good for business is how they are. It. It's good PR. It's good PR, but they're not actually doing it. And it's like what has been going on for so, so long continues to go 
on for, for a long time. So I think like, I think a lot of people when they read this book, though, they can relate if they're, you know, in that world that you were in or, or not, like, like I said, it, tra- it kind of transcends even like down to maybe someone who works in fast food. Right. Um, um, but yeah, like just that mass. And then, yeah, the great resignation is um, on, on the cover of the book. So uh, yeah, I, I, I guess um, it just really struck me. And I'm so glad that that Laura brought it to my attention because um, when I finally got the chance to sit down and read it, I was just kind of blown away. And um, it just is like, it, it's a, it's a timestamp for exactly what is going on with so many people. And it, and it's just presented in a way that I think is so relatable and, you know, articulates um, in, in a beautiful and frustrating way, what has been going on for a long time. And it's finally like kind of um, the veneer is cracked and, 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 and people are um, like you said, recognizing, well, this is, this is the, the one life I have and, and what am I doing? And, kind of a reevaluate. I just talked to an author a few months back and um, she, uh, I, I, I think she got laid off, but they ended up moving, you know, out of the country. She had um, dual citizenship. So they're, they're in Scotland now. And she's like, I'm just kind of sick of what was going on and I got to do what I want to do. And, you know, so I think it really has been in, in some ways, like you said, such a tragedy, but it has kind of shaken up a lot of us to be like, I want to, you know, I don't want to be treated this way, or I want to, you know, live my life the way um, I think it is really fair and equitable and and, and has justice within it. So, uh, yeah, uh, excellent, excellent book. Thank you so much. I appreciate your kind words and I appreciate all the support. I appreciate Laura very much and her connecting us was it came at the right time, you know, when. Yeah. It's all dark and there's just dark clouds. And Laura said, yeah. hey, Dory, I need to introduce you to my friend Kyler. So yeah. I think that's also the essence of what I wrote. You know, I just, uh, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. And I'm just saying that I really deserve a chance, but I also want to live and I want to be surrounded by people who inspire me, people who also recognize that they don't do everything perfectly every single day or within um, each day, but they strive, they struggle, you know, they, uh, they are looking for that source of inspiration or things to do the right way, to respect one another, to be genuinely interested and involved in each other's um, development and growth and just like well-being. Don't, mm-hmm. don't tell me that you care, just show me, just say, right. hey, yes. I'm we're here, we're in this together, like really mean it, you know? Absolutely. We've, we've done this for so long. It has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. We fake caring about each other. No, <laughs> just one slice of uh, your day. If you just shoot something out there and it really makes me feel that um, I matter and I'm mm-hmm. worthy of your attention. And I want to do the same thing. I want to pass it on even to a total stranger. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be uh, from people who are in our daily lives forever with uh, long-term relationships, with everything, you know, just connect on a human level with one another and try your best, you know, to um, do something right by yourself and by the people around you or within your circle or someone who is a complete stranger. Right. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't take, it doesn't take too much just being kind of mindful and, and being able to do something kind and, and, and small can have like, you know, at the, you know, 
like you said, at the, it can hit at the right time when maybe someone's feeling low and you, you have no idea maybe the impact and, um, and it, and it just all like, you know, same thing when, when Laura is such a great advocate for, for writers, um, she's always keeping her, um, you know, her, her eyes open for, for someone that she really respects. And every, every few months or so I'll, she'll drop me a line with, um, a couple books that, that really, um, kind of grabbed her. And it, it's so cool because I, I think pretty much everything she sent me, I, I probably wouldn't have stumbled upon on my own. So it's kind of cool to have friends like that, that, Absolutely. um, throw you in, in, in certain directions. So yeah, thanks, Laura. That's a <laughs> great yeah, advocate for writers. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we could talk about, um, I'm just kind of curious about your background. Uh, you, you live in, uh, you're from Brooklyn. Is that correct? Yep. This so, is home. This, this is, is home. My, my home turf, Brooklyn. So I would love to just kind of hear about like, um, you know, like your trajectory, your career path, like um, where you're from, how you ended up um, in the publishing world and, and then kind of um, where you are now, kind of a broad question, but I just would love to know more about you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I um, was born in Albania and uh, I was 10 years old or about that age when the communist curtain fell but I have vivid memories um, of what went on and how growing up, I learned more about what went on and people's lives being destroyed because of falsehoods and this fakery of equality and justice. And I think that all that has remained within me. You know, I, I would never um, ruin someone's life because it puts me in a good spot with the right people. I just can't do that. Um, because of so many things. And the country was very, very closed off from the rest of the world. But my one saving grace was literature. My mother was a literature professor and um, I read Dostoevsky and Tolstoy and I read Balzac and I read um, Dreiser and all kinds of amazing books. And believe it or not, those books were forbidden. Mm, really? <laughs> Uh, people could go to jail because they had the wrong type of book. <laughs> wow. And my friends were joking that when the books were forbidden, everyone was like, that was the black market you you were um, very tied to. And you had, yeah. that was your lifeline, yeah. the, the black market of, of the forbidden literary works. And nowadays you can read anything from anywhere and you just, the majority of people don't really care, but I think literature has saved many lives around mm. the world, whatever the circumstances. And that was one um, that um, I attribute as my my um, formation. And then after that, at 16, I was in uh, Missouri. I mm. lived um, an hour or so away from St. Louis and I finished uh, high school there. Uh, that was my third year of high school, three different, three different schools, three years of high school. But I, I really, um, it was a learning experience on so many levels and I appreciated everyone who welcomed me. And uh, I came from a very rough time. It was a really bad time when I came here. Uh, but then uh, the welcoming part was uh, something that sort of helped me out. So. Mm -hmm. I did great. I was accepted at Truman University in uh, Missouri, 
I didn't go there because I didn't have no money and I didn't have anyone to sign up my papers. I was only 16. And then I moved to Massachusetts. I lived there for a summer, got some money and then came to New York. Hmm. Finished Hunter here. Uh, started and finished Hunter College and then New School Socioeconomic Development. And I think I've always been interested in this doing my part or doing the best I can to sort of change things for the better in my own life, in my own uh, family circle, with my friends, connecting with the people who really inspire me and uh, want to do something good, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm not really impressed by people who have a lot of stuff. I, I'm very much impressed by people who um, have a lot of um, depth and have a lot to share with the world and are very curious. Those are the people who just amaze me and those are the people who inspire me. Um, the publishing world, I got um, interested in it because it was music and research and I don't know, learning about this um, people who wrote beautiful work and were inspired by life uh, situations or stories. So I started at the bottom and I worked my way up. But then at the very end, it felt like I was in a, in a very, it wasn't my corner anymore. Mm -hmm. That was it, you know? Uh, and I tried my best to connect and communicate. It just wasn't going nowhere. Uh, a breaking point was a, a part when I was told to do something that would hurt someone else and I, I it just it was me rewinding to my childhood years and then later on I'm seeing how uh, humans are really similar despite of the differences different surroundings or different labels that we attach to ourselves or the society attaches uh, puts on us you know uh, so I, I really I'm at that point in my life where I, I really won't, I won't put up with any of the BS or I really don't care no more. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, that's great. That's great. I mean, we need more people um, like that who can, who, who can take a stand. There and, are yeah. many. I just want to be with that. I was yeah. speaking with Laura one time and we were talking about who are your people, who is your tribe. If you're open-minded, if you have an open heart and you do your best, you know, you fail, you get up, you, you mess up with me and I mess up with myself or with someone next to me and I say, hey, I'm really sorry, you know, that was really the wrong thing to do. Right. That kind of energy, that that's what I'm in for right now, more than ever. You know, like before it was all prim and proper or mm -hmm. really mincing your words or killing your emotions. Now it's like, I really don't have time for that energy no more. <laughs> no, that's, um, yeah, that's, uh, I completely agree. So that's, um, yeah, that that's so fascinating. Just hear, hearing that background and like, um, it sounds like you've had you've had several several different lives. Um, yes, in some it does respects, feel like that at times. You know, sometimes it's unbelievable. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, so, uh, let's see. Maybe um, maybe I could just ask how you know the book came about as far as um, getting published. Um, I know it's a, it's a pretty it's pretty recent. It came out um, just a few months ago. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so um, and it came out through I'm so uh, VSW Art House and from Brooklyn. Um, is that is that something you're behind or is that like a small publisher uh, in Brooklyn? 
I was involved in the co-founding with the co-founding team. I was part of the co-founding team. Um, it was just uh, me on survival mode, really, because after so many years, when you realize that the people you trusted the most really um, didn't see you the way you thought that you were being seen or didn't treat you the way you were you were deserving of, and we're, we're an upfront, you know, things can be solved just by approaching the situation. You can tell me, hey, Dory, just give me time. Right now, I don't have time for you. Let's get back to this in a month or let's get back to this in six months. So when I saw that kind of um, reality, I was, mm, I was very, um, I was, I, I made the decision to make a step, you know? Um, and um, I just did what I did. And then I had a very small group of people who were very close to me. And um, I really was in a dark place. So I writing or just throwing my emotional emotions, putting my emotions in a piece of paper was my way of dealing with it. And like also uh, sort of functioning because I didn't, I don't have the luxury of just like um, giving all my day or all my time to myself. I have things to do. I have responsibilities. I am a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a human being in the community. I have to contribute. So um, writing down what I felt, what, how I, I was, how I was dealing with the aftermath of my decision uh, helped me. It was a sort of um, therapy, you know, and um, my friend said, you know what, just put it out there. It doesn't, this is not something that you'll have to worry about. You don't have to judge yourself. You just, maybe someone will read it and will be like, oh my God, I was in that same position yeah. or someone who wasn't in that same position or was on the other side of the aisle. They could see clearly that what their actions uh, meant to you or someone like you. So just share it with the world. And I haven't done anything insane before. So I was like, forget it. Let me be insane. I, I deserve it. You know, I've done a lot of things that were uh, by the book. Now this is it. Um, putting a book out there and uh, sort of destroying my image of uh, this little girl or this human who does things like as she's told and works diligently and never says no to anything and always says thank you and please this is that I was like forget it I'm done with it yeah <laughs> I'm a crazy lady in Brooklyn and who had a rough few <laughs> weeks and um, I need to get it out of my system no I mean it's so good I mean it's, it's so something so truthful and honest that's that is really what I feel it like connects with people um so, because like you said, humans were, were more similar than we might realize. And, and when you, when you read a truthful, um, and I don't mean necessarily like a, like a memoir, but something that's has, as truth and, um, reality behind it, it just like, it connects on such a human level and, and people can recognize that from, um, all walks of life. And I think what, what's cool. I have a friend, he, um, you know, he's written books he's put out books the last 30 years or so and he says one of the things he you know he's had some books that did really well and some books that did not do so well but he says he doesn't care because he's like a book has a long um 
it has a long life, you know, see, because we were, we were taking a walk as he was telling me this, and we, we stumbled upon one of those um, outdoor community libraries and there's all these books mm -hmm. there. Yes. And he's like, see, he's like, one of my books may end up here one day. And right. then someone long after I'm dead and someone will read it and connect with it. Um, so I think that's one of the beautiful things about, about literature um, compared to any other art form. Um, you know, so many movies are made. And I, I mean, in the same way, like I, I suppose movies can be revisited, but I'm always picking up random books from I agree. all walks of life. And it's such a cool, um, you know, cool thing you find, you know, you find some, I, I read a book a couple of years ago, it was a self-published book and it, it really struck me. And I tried to find the author and it turned out he had passed away 10 years before. So I mean, he, he was, he was long gone, but his book lived on and it really connected with me. So it had, it had an impact. So that's an incredible it made an impact. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an incredible thing. Um, and I love what you, what you said about just like that, that I think a, a lot of us who are trying to be like, you know, a good person, whatever, when you get, when you get sucked into a career, um, because that's what, that's what we have to do. Um, the, the, the striving for perfection is like dumped on you and the people who tend to, um, well, I'll give you an example. So I'm a, I'm a high school history teacher. I just got back from a teacher conference in Seattle last night and you, you meet all kinds of people from all over the country, um, same career, but you sense of the people who, um, maybe are harder on themselves than others. And they, they're the ones working the hardest, um, and they get more and more, responsibilities dumped on them absolutely, um, because they are working so hard and their work is like you know pretty close to flawless mm -hmm. um but then when they do when there is a mistake because we are humans they get they get the brunt of it so the, the people who work who are in those fields and maybe don't work as hard they can kind of coast through but um it's such an unfortunate thing these people who the people who care get used up and 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 spit out um but yeah, I think it like, I mean, I know I'm repeating myself a lot, but I just think it's such an important, truthful work that that will is going to, you know, when people um, hopefully, you know, my listeners, I highly recommend and I'll put links to to the book. Um, I would really encourage people to pick it up because I think no matter what your profession, I'm like I said, I'm a high school teacher and this really resonated with me. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, we're humans before anything else. And then at the same time, our experiences, um, this, despite of the different landscapes, I think our experiences have meeting points. Mm -hmm. And yes, as you said, there are the people who care and the people who don't give a damn. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I've been thinking about this, Skylar. I, I don't know if you agree. I don't know. I wouldn't be that other person who doesn't care. I'm not envious of that life. Right. or that mindset i don't care that they have an easy ride i don't that's not the ride that is exciting yeah what do you do with your with yourself like <laughs> just getting away with murder day in and day out the what's worse and aggravates me is that sometimes or most of the times those are the people who are like i am for dory or i am for kyler i'm for the hardworking person right why yeah. are you not because you never worked hard in your life i know you yeah so that is something, but it is what it is, you know, I, yeah. I, we're okay, we're okay, you know, we have our lows and we have our moments of weakness, but overall, I think we got the, the better, 
we get more value. I don't know. I think yeah. we get more value out of uh, our own time. No, I completely agree. And I think um, I had actually, so I'd had, the, I'd had my website up for, for quite a while, but it, it was during the pandemic that I decided to start doing a podcast and, um, you know, and back to Laura again, she was one of the first people to encourage me to do it. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't want to put myself out there like that. Um, and she helped me kind of, kind of overcome that hurdle. And then it's been one of the best things, um, you know, you know, for me, just on a personal level, like I have listeners, which is very cool, but on a personal level, you meet so many interesting people. And I think what you said, it, it always comes back to the most fascinating people are the ones who are, um, regardless of six, like success, whatever, whatever that means, it's how, um, the, their nature of being curious, I find is what like a, a common, um, a theme of the people who are themselves very interesting. Um, and I would attribute that to their curiosity. So it, it is very cool meeting um, people from all walks of life, uh, filmmakers, writers. Um, and the, you know, I tend to notice the people whose work I enjoy the most seem to be the most curious. I agree. And thanks to Laura, Laura, our <laughs> hero here, <laughs> our common hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But also the generosity, right? The level of curiosity, but also the level of generosity. Mm. Laura didn't have to do any of this. She didn't have to share my work with you. She didn't have to share your work with me. Mm -hmm. um, but she did because mm -hmm. she she found that that was something that she needed to do. I don't know. There was something in her. Mm -hmm. Those are the people who are very interesting and their contributions really, really matter. Yeah, you're you're in your daily life. You know, you don't have to be that perfect teacher who takes his day day job really serious, but you do. And mm -hmm. then you you may or may not know that the impact of your work really makes a difference on everyone in your class. Even mm -hmm. the the kid who is the quietest, you know, he's he or she may really be touched by the way you teach your your class, by the way you communicate with the students everything like yeah. uh, you can't put dollar signs next to that kind oh, of sure. that you you share with the world and that level of generosity of your of your energy of your of your knowledge base it's mm -hmm. it's really inspiring uh, on many levels yeah. i i really find that um, i was discussing this whole thing we're in with a, with a friend of mine who is very accomplished and we were saying, you know, the pursuit of happiness or some people have the pursuit of wealth. It's more, more like the pursuit of magic. You just find these magical moments. You connect with these people uh, in a specific moment in time. We're in completely different zip codes and um, time zones, but we, we have these ideas in common, these feelings, these attitudes towards life that um, make everything more interesting. Like my day's best because I communicated with you. Not just, yeah. not just because you're uh, giving me a plan for the book, <laughs> because we connect as human yeah. beings. We have so many things uh, to inspire each other and share. Yeah. No, likewise. I mean, if you know, we're having a, it's going to be, it's a relatively short conversation, but same like with me, this is, this is, but this gives me fuel for the day. Right. Um, right. And it's a, it's such a cool thing. Um, well, yeah, thank you for all those kind words. And I, I completely agree with, with all those sentiments. So that's, um, 
Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Anything um, else you want to you want to say about the book or um, and you know anything in general? I don't know. I mean, I, I think we we did talk quite a bit about you know it, and I think it is like like I said, I highly recommend it. Um, it's like a it's a point of truth and and humanity, and I think um, you know for those who've read it, I would certainly think they would agree with me, and I, and I really encourage people um out there to pick up a copy uh but yeah so i don't know no, no pressure but any any, <laughs> any i would love it for anyone who reads the book to share it with someone they know uh either share a link or share the book it's fine by me if if you feel like sharing a comment on any website you buy, whether it's Barnes and Nobles or Amazon or wherever, say something. And even if you hate it, say, I hate it. <laughs> you know, just say something. And you know what? Just do good and do right by yourself and do right by everyone around you. And um, I don't know, savor every moment. Life is um, very short um, in, in the scheme of things. You know, we don't really have much time on this planet so try to do the right thing whenever you're given a chance i think just that and um don't take it so seriously things can change within the yeah just like that you <laughs> split know? second yeah um well yeah dory this was a this was a really enjoyable conversation um i'd love to have you on again at down the road at some point and um let's definitely keep in touch and um this was uh, like very fun, encouraging, real conversation. So thank you so much for um, taking the time. I just want to say the title again. Um, if I'm messing it up, please correct me. But Corporate Command, um, is it plus or and? Do you say plus or and? How do you say it? I say and. Okay. Corporate so command and control and eject, but you're right. I just, yeah. I got some uh, criticism on that title. It's too long. Nobody no. remember it. I don't care. No, <laughs> it's like at that point in time well, I, yeah and i have to say that's that's um yeah, that's what struck me is the title i'm like i think i'm gonna like this i want to read this you know so i i i love the title i think it's perfect and it's, it's not too long um so yeah it's great thank you kyler i i made a new friend today <laughs> yes no this was great so yeah let's please keep we'll in contact um this has been a lot of fun and next time i'm in new york um We'll have uh, a beer. We'll have a beer. That sounds great. That sounds great. All right, Dory, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a okay. great day. You too. Bye. Bye.